Genre. back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we've taken our eye off the ball as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3 one Osborne legacy minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> Welcome back, Castle Norm. Uh, we're happy to close out the week with you guys a minute 80 uh, yeah. today's minute. Yeah. Uh, today's minute begins with some Mutual apologies in the kitchen and ends with a flood of memories coming back in the scary mask room mm. in the Osborne Manor. Uh, Harry Osborne, no longer free as a bird. No, not. Poor guy. He's about to be stuck in that gilded cage. Oh. I, I miss laid back, Harry. We hardly knew you. I know. He's gone already. Uh, so this is this is the beginning of what I think, like, as as much as I love... That Harry. Um, so, okay. So we get this. Uh, Mary Jane leaves. Uh, you know, Harry tries to go after her. I Harry love the apologizes. detail. Yeah, he's <laughs> apologizing. I love that she is trying to get out of there. And it's like legitimate. Like she does not want to have this conversation with him at all. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want there to even be, even be like a, a, like a hint of like possibly kissing him again. She's just like, no, that was a mistake. I'm not going to let it happen again. I'm going to get out of here. And when she looks back and sees that he's following her, she runs to the elevator. Yeah, she's like walking kind of briskly. And then she looks over her shoulder as she's about to turn the corner. And then she scampers out of frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good choice. Uh, I love it. And it's why she's such a good actress. Um, yeah. I love the this shot, not just because it's like pretty and symmetrical, but again, that thing where they find a way to use the depth of the frame, not just like the height and the width of it, where to have people... St- okay, we have a, a character who's trying to leave and they're in a big mansion, it's hard to get out of and they don't want to be there anymore, but they're trapped in this weird feeling. If we orient their direction of movement towards the camera, it means that they're walking a lot, but they're not getting anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. it, it's so well done, I think. I just, I think this shot is so functional and pretty and cool and all of the things that you want. Yeah. And then it ends in a different way than it began with, like, lonely, hairy center frame. Right. It's uh, it's a really good, uh, ca- it's a really good use of camera work. Yeah. Um, and framing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so then we cut to Harry... Uh, you know, stripping off his, uh, was he wearing like a sweater thing? It's like a button up yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah. button up shirt. Extra layer. Um, so he, he like, uh, he, he yanks that off and then grabs the bottle of whiskey. Um, that's in a decanter. That is a big mood. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, he grabs that thing and, uh, first of all, Just does, like he chugs it. Yeah, well, he doesn't uncork it, so I don't think he's actually drinking anything. But oh, boo! Um, but but uh, you know, obviously, the intention is that he is. Um, so he takes a swig of this whiskey, which I can only imagine is uh, is Harry's favorite, Maker's Mark. Um, <laughs> 
classy guy that he is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he he takes a big swig of uh, makers and then instantly hears his father. And I can only imagine the so so the makers was is what was driving him crazy all this time. Um, <laughs> it's just the whiskey. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the whiskey poisoning him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the whiskey. He's uh, apparently he's an alcoholic, and uh, this is what has been uh, the this has been his problem the whole time was uh, are alcohol. You, are you saying Scott that there's a demon in the bottle? Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's a goblin in the bottle. There's a goblin in the bottle. <laughs> There's a there's a a demon goblin. Yeah, Spider-Man three goblin in a bottle. Uh, yeah. yeah, boy, that is a 2019 mood right there. Uh, yeah. yeah, you nailed it. That is just get it's rid like, of that. Give me that. <laughs> Same shirt off. I'm gonna Heart drink same. some whiskey. <laughs> Yeah. Taking your eye off the ball, like that. Uh, that that line, and then the the like quick cuts are like like in their real weird cuts like yeah. weird weird shot composition like it's just really weird um and how quick they are They're, just something sam raimi does yeah what's well, yeah. the uh you know going from like the like weird glare shot of the eyes to a jump cut of the same angle on him but a different distance that like disorients you and then we flip over the 180 degree like uh a axis and then we're on the back of his head and then we see the like it's just really disorienting and weird and cool i think Mm -hmm. i yeah no i i love this and uh i think i it's it's like really well executed i think i mean there's a there's a shot on in monday's minute that is not so good uh but we'll, (laughs) we'll we'll get there when we talk about that but um here it's 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 really good it's a good use of flashbacks like you can sort of feel his memories coming back you know in the way that mm-hmm. that might feel like yeah. uh and so i i do i do really like that um but I all will i needed say, to get my memory back was get sad and drink whiskey in this room yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, it. that's what it's for well, the 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 maker's mark just like it brought it all back like <laughs> it, you know you know they'd say like certain smells and, smells, and tastes yeah, yeah <laughs> like, like wake up your memories that's that's what happened it's like oh maker's mark oh no i remember everything um oh no i remember everything yeah i remember uh i so i've said since the beginning of this podcast uh this season of the podcast that um, I think that the, um, the amnesia is a mistake despite it being, you know, adapted from the comics, the green goblin will often uh, get amnesia and because he knows Spider-Man's identity, it's like a way of them like getting rid of that fact. Yeah. Um, and, and sort of like allowing him to go back to not knowing who Spider-Man is and making him safe. Um, it's actually one of the things that leads to Gwen Stacy's death in the comics. So it's all coming straight out of the comics, this amnesia thing. But like, you know, amnesia is dumb. Um, and as much as I, <laughs> as much as I love like amnesia, Harry being like this, this goofy, like friendly, charming guy. Um, I do wish that we had gotten like sort of a reveal here that he actually never had amnesia and that it was all a ploy to sort of lead everyone on to like, you know, get his revenge better. Um, like get a, get a stronger revenge here. And, uh, originally I think I had, I had said that I wish that like when she left, we sort of like zoomed back into Harry and we heard the door elevator doors close and then he just sort of smiles to himself. Um, like 
you know, oh, like my my plan is going uh, according to like what I wanted to do, um, according and, to plan. Yeah, according and, to plan. And, yeah. And obviously, he he uh, had been faking the amnesia the whole time, is what it would turn out. But um, I actually, and I and I still think that he should have been faking the amnesia. But I do like this scene of like Norman saying, "You've taken your eye off the ball," and so I kind of wish, like in faking this amnesia, he has this night with MJ and like really likes it and is like kind of tempted to just like maybe this isn't so bad maybe i'll just roll this and it's uh when she sort of rebuffs him and runs away and then you know norman's like you've taken your eye off the ball and he's like no like i was it's exactly what i wanted to have happen but like you can kind of tell that he's like like i don't know fighting against it a little bit you know yeah yeah i i feel like there's a way that you could have done you could have had both things where you get a sense of like okay he and mj were having a genuine moment however he is faking the amnesia Um, yeah yeah because like the the whole amnesia thing my biggest issue with it is how it just like you set up the hairy goblin stuff in the beginning and then you just pump the brakes or not even pump the brakes. You, you screech it. on them. Yeah. You, you, you just screech the brakes. And it's like, now we're going to concentrate on other things and we'll come, we're going to put that on ice and we're going to come back to it later when he gets his memory back. Right. Cause um, this movie does like three one eighties with Harry. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and being able to say that like, Oh, the amnesia thing is part of his plan would have been a really great way to like feel the forward momentum on his storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. like the delightful charm that we're all enjoying with uh, Soft Harry is still part of an evil plan or a right. or, or or a a vengeance plan. You know right. that right. Like, that revenge they, has turned him into something gross. Right, like Aunt May would say, right. uh, that would track better if it, it was really all cohesive. And instead, it's like it feels like two separate stories instead of one. Right. Yeah, because yeah, an amnesia thing is usually how you end and then begin two separate stories. Like right. someone loses their memory at the climax of something, and then you come into the next book or the next episode, and they haven't got their memory back yet. And then they right. get their memory back, and that's how that that episode ends. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, it yeah. feels like it should be split up more. But yeah, if you could, if you could kind of make that work and keep this scene, I I really like that because I think this scene is, like I said earlier this week, kind of necessary you to kind of care about the turn Harry makes at the end. Cause you have to see that there's good in him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you have yeah. to really feel like there is, and this is like a pretty genuine moment with him and MJ. Right. He looks like a cool dude. He looks like a, a cool like, dude, like a, <laughs> like a fun guy to be around and like in a real way, not like he's just playing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe if it's something, it would have to be more elegant than this, but like, if the reaction when he leaves uh, is like him ta- like starting the conversation with the goblin about how like this isn't going to plan at all the way I wanted to and like genuinely being disappointed about her and then getting like needled by like what do you mean that's the disappointing part the disappointing part is that we're not getting our revenge on Parker right now the disappointing right. part is that Parker is still alive Right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I know, I know. I, I just, you know, and then we can have a argument or something there. But that, that it, yeah, it, it, he's not glad that she's mad. He's upset right. that she's mad. Well, and because the whole the whole goblin thing is like you go for the heart, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's like it's 
mo is like you go for the heart that's why that's why he uh attacks aunt may and kidnaps mj in the first movie is he's like you go for the heart and so like if that's what he was doing this whole time was trying to go for the heart like he's trying to like woo mary jane away from peter to break peter's heart before he breaks him physically yeah um i think that that's a that's a better uh that's a better arc i think and then through his like genuine love for mary jane he comes back and ends up like reuniting with with peter i think that's a better arc um than what we end up with which is which is fine it's just like the my problem is that he just sort of gets put on ice for an hour Mm -hmm. yeah yeah after he'd already been put on ice, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not the most dynamic way to approach this storyline, which is supposed to be the biggest emotional thing going on. Right, because is... it's supposed to be a three movie thing. Yeah, right, right. Um, and then we have this bit where Harry is like reaching for the mirror in a way that is exactly like the Matrix. Like you're kind of like <laughs> waiting for him like to touch the mirror and like attach itself to his finger and crawl all over him. Yeah. Um, but it's because he it, knows there's a room behind there or he's kind of remembering there's a room behind there. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because like I imagine like <laughs> Bill, like that Bill Pope was just like, really? You just want me to do the Matrix <laughs> mirror thing again? Um, I don't know. I just think all that's right. funny. Okay. God, I've done. Okay. All right, I've done it You're before. In charge. I guess I'm good at it. All right. Whatever, yeah. Sam. <laughs> See if I come back for Spider-Man 4. <laughs> oh. oh I'm still sad we didn't get Spider-Man 4. Oh, I'm uh, super sad we didn't get Spider-Man 4. Um, yeah, we anything, have to move on from these movies after this. Yeah, this whole project has really cemented that fact for me that uh, I really would have loved to have seen a Spider-Man 4 from this group of creatives. Yeah. Really would have. Yeah, Who were they going to have cast as Vulture? Was there any rumors? Any uh, idea? In this in this movie, when the Vulture was going to be the villain in this movie, it was going to be uh, Ben Kingsley was actually cast and was like doing like costume like fittings and him. stuff. Yeah, yeah, wow. they had to pay him out. Um, so Ben Kingsley was the Vulture in this movie, and then when they changed the Vulture to Venom, uh, he was let go, and then uh, they moved the Vulture to what would have been the fourth movie. And in the fourth movie, it was going to be um, uh, John, John Malkovich. Yeah. Yeah. John Malkovich as the Vulture. Uh, and, and and Anne Hathaway as Felicia Hardy. Shut up. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me I wouldn't, you wouldn't buy a ticket to that? Come on. That's like some weird telegraphing of her being Catwoman later. Yep. 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 I think yep. she made jokes when she was Catwoman that she like didn't get to play the other Catwoman. So now she's getting playing the real Catwoman. Golly. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, that's Lincoln Hathaway. Wow, she. I can see her being Black Cat. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Especially like mid two thousands. This no, this crew. no, not mid two thousands because oh, it was going to come out. Yeah, it was going to come out in twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she was in Dark Knight Rises like the next year. So it was like mm-hmm. oh literally, wow, I always forget that. No, these are on top of each other. Yeah. 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 Like. Like that movie would have come out in 2011, and instead she played as Black Cat in 2011, and then instead she plays Catwoman, uh, Catwoman in 2012. Well, here wow. Batman Begins come out 2005. Yeah. Oh wow! So it came out like just a couple years before this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then the following year was The Dark Knight. Yeah. the The thing I've said that like really puts Spider Man 3's bizarre position in the timing of like 
uh, pop culture is that uh, Spider-Man 3 came out the same year that Mad Men did. God, that's so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. It, it doesn't. They don't feel like they belong in the same decade. And no, yet. not not even. Yeah, yeah I know. Because like, these these Spider Man movies, a lot of in a lot of ways, feel like a kind of a relic of the late nineties. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, they're a throwback. You know, because because what's really weird is like this comes out in uh, May of two thousand seven. One year later is the release of Iron Man. Wow. And yeah. the Dark Knight. Yeah, and the Dark Knight. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Um, so anyway, uh, but yeah, so he's reaching for this mirror and then he starts getting, he touches it and then gets flashes of all of his memories back. Um, there's one shot here that I think is like in all of the flashes, there's one shot that I think is new. Mm-hmm. I think, um, okay. yes, it's definitely new. I'm looking at it now. Uh, it's, it's a shot of Harry cradling, uh, Willem Dafoe. Um, and oh, whoa, yeah, Look at that. And, yeah, and that is that is that is uh 2007 James Franco holding whoa, Defoe. um, that's not baby face Franco from yeah. that. Well, what did you do? So that means they got Willem Defoe to come back in just to do just to be a dead body, <laughs> <laughs> be a dead body, do some voiceover, you and know. He was game for it. That's yeah. the best thing about Willem Defoe is that he'll do anything for, for money, yeah. yeah. Well, he's, I think he just, he loves these movies. Like, I saw him talk once. Um, it was for, Why he just he? played, <laughs> yeah. he just played, um, uh, Van Gogh, right? Yeah, Van Gogh. And it was his Van Gogh movie. And he did a Q&A afterwards. And uh, in it, he was like talking about, like, somebody was like, what's it like playing a real person? And he was like, I don't know. It's not really any different than playing any other character. You know, as an actor, you got to treat them all the same. You know, what's the difference between playing Van Gogh and Norman Osborn? There's not really any difference. <laughs> and then he goes, have any of you seen Spider-Man? I love that movie. And like... <laughs> I just, I love him so much. He just, of course, he loves the movie. Look at how he acted in it. He's just, yeah. Sam oh, Raimi yeah. was just like, you know, just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, just go nuts. And he's like, go nuts. Yeah, like <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right, you want to, yes, you want to go nuts? Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. I can show you nuts. Uh, <laughs> oh man, oh, he boy. just has the perfect oh. like evil face. Just. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a sculpture. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's another, like when we're talking about Thomas Aiden Church and we're like, we need a better word for like somebody's face where I'm like, I'm not calling you ugly. I'm saying you're like interesting looking in a yeah. offbeat way. Like, right. He's an extremely handsome man, just in a like really sharp, angular, very intense kind way. Of way. Faced. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's the same way that uh, like Benedict Cumberbatch is handsome. Where you're like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think Benedict Cumberbatch looks like a lizard man wearing skin. <laughs> just, but, just very but like, you, you can't look away when you're watching him act. He's got like, you know, he draws you in. Uh, I prefer unconventionally do- attractive. Unconventionally, yeah. yeah. Unconventionally yeah. attractive. That's good. That's that's, that's good. a very positive way to say what we're saying. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and accurate, and not inaccurate at all. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good way. Uh, I yeah. I mean the th- I mean the whole reason he's cast is because he looks like the goblin without any makeup on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, hey so hey, uh, can you smile for us, uh, Mr. Defoe? Ah. Oh perfect. my god. <laughs> Yikes, Everyone yeah. ducks. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> Avenge me. You know who yeah. should have ducks? Harry Osborn. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a hit, a solid hit. I'm so yeah. glad we got to see it again. It is the wildest impact in this whole movie. Just the donk. 
It's yeah. very Hercules Legendary Journeys. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's you know what's really great about these flashes is that like we get that we get the the scene of him seeing Spider-Man quote unquote kill his father. We get we get him we go go from that to like his grief holding his father and then we cut to him real finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting like all of like the the pertinent information. Um you know, we get we get the reveal of the goblin layer, we get him in the alley getting bonked on the head. Like <laughs> It it's it like we get his whole arc in about like five seconds. It's pretty cool. Yeah. My other favorite thing here is that like when he approaches the mirror, when it's one shot with him and the mirror, mm-hmm. uh, you can see he just looks like Harry Osborne being Harry Osborne. And then when we come to the close coverage, when he touches the mirror, the Harry that's in the real world reaching out to the mirror looks like normal Harry Osborne. But the Harry that's in the mirror has the like sickly like goblin um tinge around his like mouth and his eye- lower Ooh. eyelids and everything Ooh, like yeah. he's he's become slightly monstrous there yeah in in the mirror um you That's know interesting this, this, these aren't subtle callbacks but you know like the the mirror stuff with the goblin in the previous movies like i was just like i like how it's coming together yeah i've always wondered in terms of like amnesia i mean obviously like amnesia is like way different than it's portrayed in movies and things like that yeah um, but like it let, let's say let's work under the assumption that it's exactly the same like you get bumped <laughs> in the head and uh you you forget who you are or whatever i feel like there's not enough stories about people getting amnesia and then regaining their memories but also having the memory of being the person who had amnesia and having trouble rectifying those two people oh yeah yeah because you uh, did live that life as the person without memories. Right, right. So it almost I almost feel like the previous person would almost be like, when you get your memories back, like would you revert back to that person really? Or would you remember them as if you're remembering someone else's life? Yeah. Because right, you still experienced all this stuff. So like how does your experience affect what you now remember? Yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. I feel yeah. like there's not enough amnesia stories that deal with that. Like it's usually like a magic switch that mm-hmm. they get their memories back and like, oh, good, I'm back to I'm back to being me again. And it's like, well, now like that other that other person is like dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's what happens even with like big life events for people that don't get amnesia, right? Like, you know, you you go to college or something, and then you come back to your hometown, and you're like, oh, I'm not. This feels weird and different, but not because the town has changed, but because I have. So the the person that left this town is gone. Yeah, that's oof. That's deep. weird. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Flint Marco died in the experiment. Uh, the the sand that's walking around thinking it's him is not him. Uh, yeah. It's just this is where we are philosophically on this thing that yeah. <laughs> yourself so. is always dying and you're born anew. <laughs> Rest in peace, nice guy, Harry. Oh, we hardly knew you. I know. Um, he sure know, knew how to eat some cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> cotton candy, eggs, basketball. What a guy. I mean, we don't know that he knew how to eat eggs. Oh, yeah. That, like, that omelet is just sitting there. He knows how to cook them. Yeah. Getting cold. He knows how to cook them. He doesn't know how to flip them. Do you uh, think he didn't even eat the, like, broken half omelet? 
Well, I assume they just made more omelets, but we didn't see them. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, and they ate those while they were reading yeah. the script. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That's what I <laughs> Do you think that, um, do you think either of them is a catch up on their omelet person? I think Mary Jane. Definitely. Maybe Mary Jane. Cause she grew think, up in like a poor household and stuff. No, she just yeah, on everything. She just likes ketchup. Mm. Yeah. I don't think Carrie's like used to putting ketchup on things like period. You know, <laughs> I don't think that's his bag. My, my father always taught me that ketchup is a weakness. <laughs> ketchup is the opiate of the masses. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ketchup, ketchup just covers things up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you just processed your sugar, truth. Harry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just processed sugar and vinegar. You don't eat that. It's lies. It's lies and deceptions. Oh, um, boy. Do, um, do what you need with ketchup than broomer fat. <laughs> oh God! Sorry, uh, sorry. Um, terrible. <laughs> awful. Uh, that's what I, that's what he referred to MJ as, like because she has red hair, so he oh, just called her ketchup. Good God! Oh no! Yeah. Uh, I um, I don't do, I don't put ketchup on omelets, but I will occasionally put it on um, scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. This is the thing my mom used to do. Yeah, I did that when I was a kid, and then I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to I used to put ketchup on uh, literally everything as a kid, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. Ew, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. peanut now, butter sandwiches. Now, what? Now I'm a grown up and I put sriracha on everything. Oh. So you yeah, know, no, it was uh, just well, adult I was ketchup. Literally telling Scott like not 20 minutes ago about how I put too much sriracha on my food like today because that's, uh, so that's funny. a thing I do. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. It's just uh, adult millennial ketchup. Yep, millennial True. ketchup. So how do you explain like the sriracha ketchup? Oh, uh, I use that sometimes, like Check for um, <laughs> for like sweet potato fries. I'll have ketchup and then I'll like squirt some sriracha in there and mix it up. Mm. That's good. Yeah. yeah, and I'll use that for sweet potato fries, not for regular fries, but for sweet potato fries. I mean, I don't I'll... know why the difference is, but for some reason it pleases my palate more with sweet potato fries. What, but like, what is the implication there that you just use regular sriracha with your regular French fries? Or is the implication no. that you, oh. Regular okay. ketchup, regular ketchup, oh, with regular fries. Okay, yeah. all right. I didn't know if that was still in your, and then I grew up. Like, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. No, that was, that was just, that was strictly in terms of putting ketchup on everything. On eggs, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah eggs yeah. and everything else, yeah. Mm. Um, it's been a fun culinary week with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. I think I think this really worked out. I think we got the right people for the right minutes. Nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Uh, Cassandra, please don't ever watch this movie. Um, okay. Yeah. Just let it. Just let Whatever it, version exists in your head right now, that's just, the one you want to hold on to. Just, yeah, whatever just you can think, think back, of to start and end the film that this is in, yeah. you got it. All right. Yeah, just think back it, on it these just five has to be minutes Spider-Man fondly. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> Smile to yourself like it's like you're like you're remembering an old friend. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man Three, the one with the omelets, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, uh, that one's a rom com, right? Uh, yeah, much much like an omelet, you can't make Spider Man Three without breaking a few eggs. There it is, <laughs> especially Harry's. Oh. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well. uh that's uh that's that's this week covered uh guys go check out our patreon page duelinggenre.com slash support you can uh, become a patreon supporter for three dollars a month and you'll gain access to all of the bonus content that we put up over there uh exclusive podcasts like the weekend bugle 
uh, Zach and I's like Spider-Man extracurricular uh, podcast and uh, and then also uh, all of our like movie reviews and uh, all of the bonus content that we put up there. There's just quite a bit. Um, Scott Pilgrim Minute, that's on there. So Yeah, it's a whole um, other show that you can't get anywhere else. It's a whole other show that's on there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so go check that out. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. And we will be back on Monday with Minute 81. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.